Hey everybody, Dr. Greg here. Um, hey, quick aside, just before we get started with the show, as you can hear right now, my mic sounds great. Apparently I was having some audio driver issues when we recorded episode six of Modcast, so it's gonna sound not so great. And I apologize, it is corrected now, obviously. So uh, for future episodes, it won't sound like I'm blowing your ears up. All right, thanks and enjoy episode six of Modcast. Welcome, everyone, to episode six of Modcast VR, the official podcast of the Flat VR modding community. I'm Dr. Greg VR. What did you say? Um, friend. I said official. The official. 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 What, yeah. what did I say? Did I say you official? Said official. I, just, okay. I just reinforced it. Why, why are you correcting me when I say the right thing, Brand? I'm not correcting. <laughs> I'm just reinforcing. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is my co-host, V-Ran. Uh, and uh, we're really excited today. Um, we have with us Dr. Bebop, the mastermind behind the Risk of Rain 2 VR mod and the newly released RAF VR mod. Well, it's, it's in early access right now, but you can get it on his Patreon, and we'll put a link in the description yep. for that. Welcome, Dr. Bebop. Hello, hello. I'm hello. happy to be here. Awesome, awesome. Oh. Uh, yeah, we're really excited. This is, I can't believe we're on the sixth. We just kind of mentioned that on our sixth episode already. That's so yep. crazy. Um, this was a little while. I think it was three weeks. Not not a month, though, so that's good. Not yet, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're good on timing. But yeah. I think it's okay to not have a specific every week. I, every I do, too, weeks. especially in this, because we never know what's coming out when. And if yeah. you don't really have a mod to talk about, then kind of missing the point, right? So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, so like we usually do, uh, we're going to start off with some, some VR modding news. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll get some input from Dr. Bebop and from Vran and myself on that. And uh, then we'll jump in and we'll talk to uh, Dr. Bebop about his mods. And we're excited for for that too so uh let's we're gonna start out uh this one is more of a personal thing uh but dying light i, I know i had mentioned in a past video that it wasn't working on the rift s and i was really sad about that because i was streaming it i had several hours in and all of a sudden it stopped working after an oculus software update and you know really bummed well for whatever reason i think somebody had mentioned it in one of my streams i thought i would try it on the quest 2 with airlink lo and behold it does work it works great with Quest 2 and Airlink. So uh, you can play Dying Light in VR, and I really, really, really recommend it. There's just a few things, uh, and I wanna talk to you a bit about this, Dr. Bebop, but I, I, I'm making it a mission. I wanna find a modder that could fix some things with, that, with the mode in that game, because the right thumbstick isn't decoupled from up and down movement. So it's not just like usual where you turn right and left and that's all the right thumbstick does. It moves the camera up. So you'll be finding yourself and you're trying to look down and your head's all in a weird position or something that scares you and you barely tap up and now your camera's up here and you're looking at them down through your eyes trying to figure out how to kill people. And it, it could be really disorienting. So it'd be great if somebody could fix that. Is that something that's hard to do? Uh, well, I wouldn't know. I don't really know the engine it's using. Okay. Like, because I, I, I'm, I, I use Unity. Unity. Like, much every day, so that, mm -hmm. that's what I, that's what I'm good at. But uh, other engines I haven't really dabbled in. So if someone knows the engine very well and they can work with that, I know I had that same problem on Risk of Rain too. So I, I did okay. have to, to fix that camera problem. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, another thing I would love to have done to fix is. 
like when you're playing cyberpunk in vr with luke ross mods and other luke ross mods would you bring up the ui or the the menus the menu is big and it's just sitting right in front of you and it's just floating and and your head isn't locked to it so you can look all around the menu and look at stuff and read really easy but with with uh dying light it's fixed to your head so if you try to look around, you just move the menu with you. So, but you end up having to do is like strain your eyeballs up to the side to read stuff. And it, after yeah. a few hours of play, it does really start to hurt your eyes. <laughs> yeah. So is, is that another? Uh, it's, it's also good because there's eye eye exercises that you need to do. So you're doing it while you're, you're doing playing. Them. Yeah, you're getting those those uh, oblique muscles working and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Win-win situation. <laughs> so again, that's probably like something you'd have to know the the uh, engine to know if that's an easy thing to fix or. Yeah, the, the UI is probably one of the most challenging parts of porting a game to VR. Like, okay. From from experience, I can say that the, the UI, because you know on PC they they always just put an overlay on the screen mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that but now you, you have to move that that um that canvas is what it's called in, in unity at least you have to move it to the world and you have to make sure that everything is positioned correctly everything can be interacted with like you gotta implement a pointer or maybe just a gaze pointer that works too but yeah it's one of the hardest parts with vr mods yeah yeah with a game like this i, I don't think you'd have to use the pointer because there's no motion controls uh, and, and as far as this game goes, I feel the same way about uh, cyberpunk would be really cool with motion controls. Don't get me wrong, but I love just sitting and playing it with a game pad for hours on end. Yeah. And I think yeah. dying light is the same type of game. And with all of that, all of the parkour and everything that you do and all the animations, I would think motion controls would be a nightmare to try and incorporate into that game specifically. Yeah. So, I mean, like with menus, you could just use the thumbsticks to move your stuff around just like you do in in cyberpunk you know so but anyway that's something i want to see and the last thing i'd like to see done is somebody's take the hud and shrink it down bring it in narrower because the map once again is way out of your field of view i mean you have to really strain to see what's going on with the map and like the health is clear up here and you can't really see that very well and and once again it's locked to your head so you can't just move your head up and look at it um, yeah. So anyway. yeah, for me, Dying Light. Whenever I played Dying Light, when I played it with the Rift S, I would position the headset in a specific way and really tight to my head, so that the map would be in a way that even if I strain my eyes, I can really see it. Mm-hmm. With the Quest Two, it's a little bit easier because the field of view is a little easier, a little, a little bigger field of view. Yeah, yeah. But but you still need to at some point i would kind of lower the headset while i'm playing oh okay i see where it is i know Let's i have to do that over. too i have to grab it sometimes and pull it over yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a so so i it's mean it's not dying light in vr is not perfect because it's a it was an abandoned mode you know which is really sad that they but i i seriously since the code is already there and it works i can't believe somebody hasn't jumped on that to fix it it just it blows yeah. me away. So I'm wondering if there's some reason that that's happened. Uh, but anyway, that that's my wish list. Uh, once again, works beautifully on Airlink. I, Airlink blows me it's away. Nice, eh? It really does. Yeah. I, I mean, there's one thing that the Quest Two is just amazing to me. For it, it's that the fact that I could play PC VR wirelessly. You know, and I would probably yeah. do it a lot more, except for it's such a pain in the ass to stream with. 
Facebook, Meta, Ocket, whatever. Fix that shit, man. <laughs> it's like, how hard is that? <laughs> they got billions of dollars. They can't make a goddamn headset you can stream decent from. <laughs> All right. Uh, there is a that obviously we've already talked about. There's a. I don't know if we talked about a release date on the last show. I don't know if we knew yet. No, it's no. It's it September. Was a, it 5th, was September. Yeah, but in not. September we didn't, we didn't know, the, know date. the date. Fifteenth is that what it is? Do you guys? Sixteenth. Sixteenth. It's it's in the middle of September, it, it, so it's coming really close. You could play it early if you get lucky enough, though. Uh, they're having a, a key giveaway, I think, a week before release. Uh, all you got to do is wishlist it on Steam. So uh, yeah. you might get lucky and win, and it's worth it. It's worth it to give it a shot. I I can't rave about that mod enough. It's it feels feels like Valve made that game. I mean, in VR. It's so good. Have you played mm -hmm. with that, Dr. Bebop? Have you played the Half-Life 2 mod yet? Uh, I haven't, but I would love to try it. Oh. I, I've, I've never played Half-Life 1 or 2. <gasps> uh, I would love to try them both in <gasps> VR. That would be awesome. <laughs> I've played Alex, jealous. I know. I'm, I'm jealous. totally jealous. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so start out with uh, Half-Life 1 on Quest. Play that. Yeah. Cause that's that with Doctor Beef's mod. That's amazing. And then, yeah, yeah, definitely, dude. I am so jealous of it. You haven't played that game. Yeah. It's my first it's experience. Crazy. Someone tweeted. Someone tweeted. What game would you want to forget that you started? Yeah. And what game and what VR mod would you play that you would be like, yeah? And for me, I, I said Alien Isolation, but mm -hmm. but yeah, a Half Life Two, Half Life One, um, Black Mesa you have to wow yeah first impression oh i'm jealous and in vr yeah yeah Holy. yeah yeah see my first time playing half-life 2 was in vr too and it was so great and that's yeah. for me with that question i was it was that was that flat to vr that that on twitter that put that I question remember, out? i can't remember i, I think it might have been posted that. but uh it might have been a, yeah yeah it could be Elliot. for me for me my the one that my very number one one that i wish i could wipe my memory of and experience first in vr was resident evil 2 vr or the remake mm. in vr because oh. i had played that with i played it kind of in vr i played it with the psvr 2 in s cinema mode so a massive screen. It was still yeah. great, but nothing like Prey Dogs mods. Oh my God, it was so good. No, no it's a different experience. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like uh, Dr. Bebop's uh, mods because it's so crisp because you're in engine. Mm -hmm. It's not, you don't inject like Vorpex. Or absolutely. It's, you're in engine. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, absolutely. We'll talk more about that later, but those mods are, yeah. they're amazing. Okay. They, uh, it, yeah. <laughs> all right uh okay here's a here's a six one. this is kind of a it's great for the flat to vr and it's kind of a little self-plug too but uh flat to vr and uh since we're the official podcast we've teamed up with uh road to vr publication so that's really cool there's an article we'll link to it and if you go through it and you see all of the great stuff in there if you squint really hard and use a magnifying glass you'll see the podcast mentioned in the fine print at the end <laughs> so and Prince. <laughs> nice. I actually, I, I wrote Elliot at, after he posted that. I got through it. It's like, oh man, I thought he said that we were going to be in this. And so I wrote, I was like, so we're not included. He's like, oh no, it's there. And he circled it, you know, and 
put arrows so to it. <laughs> I, like, oh, the, I felt like I felt like Mike Wazowski in uh, in uh, <laughs> was it Monsters Inc. with the commercial and you know it's like complete. It's like, oh, I'm in a commercial. <laughs> yes, that's us. You see that blue dot over there? Yeah. The pixel? That's, <laughs> that's you guys. A, that's us. <laughs> okay. So anyway, they'll have a monthly article about mods and everything and, and so that yeah. that's really cool. It's cool to get that get that into a big you know, the big VR publication. Just you know, so people yeah. are but made more aware of mods uh and what they can do for VR in general. Um now this is more like speculation or rumor. But apparently, um, there have been a lot of mentions of Oculus in Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I've never played Fortnite, uh, but I love Population One, and I know a lot of Population One people get mad when you know the squeakers come in and they're like, "Well, this is just Fortnite." And they're like, "No, it's not Fortnite." I don't know because I've never played Fortnite. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I look at that and I think about the biggest. Uh, do you play Pop One at all, Doctor Bebop? Uh, I haven't tried it, no. Oh my gosh, you need Me to try neither. it. It's it's. Uh, I know Vran doesn't like that kind of game and everything. I've never played a battle royale game before. Population one, and I absolutely love it. Except it frustrates me so much because, like my squad, my. My, my squad mates and I, my brother is way behind us, but Cameron and I, Hellquake and I, we are both like level 58. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm that close to level 59. So, and 60 used to be, so we're up high enough in the levels where we, I think that's one of the things that gets us placed with all of these like God tier level wizards that I just, I, wow. We get wiped out so many times. I'm like, why are we in the same lobbies with these people? We don't even, they've got to be able to look at our stats and see that we do not belong in lobbies with people like this. Uh, But you know, it's just a player base issue. They just don't have a big enough player base. So I see something like Fortnite. I'm like, "Mm, you know, there's a massive player base. So maybe Mm -hmm. that would be something that would be a little more fair where you could get more balanced lobbies, Mm. you know? Because there's one time it was over Christmas, I uh, I had a Steam account with Pop One on it, but I'd never played with it, so I was level one. I was like, this might be interesting. So I jumped in on my Steam account, and it kept placing me with all the brand new players that just got their headsets. And now I understand why these guys love having you know people of our caliber play in their lobbies because it's a blast just wiping out entire lobbies by yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it's not so fun when you're on the receiving end. <laughs> yeah. Do you have you done any battle royale games? I I have I've done a lot. I mean I've played PUBG, I've played Apex, mm-hmm. but I didn't really get into Fortnite because I I wasn't really into the building part. Oh okay. It's like it's like a whole a whole new skill you gotta you gotta learn. Like yeah. With with the shooting and the positioning and the communication, now you gotta also learn building. It, it's it's a, a bit a bit too hard i'd say yeah there's there is building in pop one too but it's not like fortnite building it's just throwing up walls one panel at a time and you know um yeah there are some guys that are once again they come rushing in on you and they just start building like crazy and you have no idea where they are and next thing you know they're behind you and knock you out with a sword or something yeah it's, yeah that gets really frustrating too but <laughs> i've never been that great with the building part of it uh all right oh 
uh, this one is great. I'm really excited for this. I've never played this game before. Uh, I think I've kind of heard for it. Um, uh, it's oh. from Baggy G or uh, uh, Grant Grant yeah, Badwill or Baggy G is, is I think is kind of his, his uh, uh, tag name or whatever. But uh, uh, he, Bendy and the Ink Machine mod is coming out, and he, he's yeah. actually from Team Beef, which you know it's kind of cool. Um, I talked yeah. to, I asked him a little bit about that, and uh, yeah, that game looks fantastic. Have you ever played that one, Vran, or no? I did, I played the demo. I created a Vorpex profile for it. It had like full edge, you know. It was mm-hmm. uh, real. Forgot what it was called in in Vorpex that you can real VR. Um, so Direct you had VR? head tracking. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and um, so it looked pretty pretty good. I played the demo through. It, it's very interesting, very n- nicely. The graphics are nice. It's kind of cartoony. Yeah, it looks like Disney, um, kind of. Like, got Disney, the Mickey yeah. Mouse hands. And... <laughs> he is an animator, and you go to work on a Saturday. That's the that's the demo. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure it's the same. And something happened. You see ink dripping and um, some characters that died. There's Goofy there. So it's kind of interesting. Cool. Looks really, really good. It's it's nice. So I'm looking forward to this. What about you? You, you don't... Oh, you kind of cut yeah. out on us there a little bit. What'd you say? Oh, I was just saying that uh, it sounded interesting. I, I've never heard of it before. Yeah, I had, I yeah. I think like I said, I think I'd only see it. You say Goofy was in it? Well, it's a, from what I remember, there was because it was when we were still living in. I think it was still in, when we lived in Vancouver, so it was like. What four years ago? Okay. That's when I had the demo. It was a free demo, and uh, so I think there was a big goofy, and even the, oh, he talks like that. Okay, gosh. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was like a sculpture, so it wasn't a real goofy. Okay. But but you're alone at the office at the studio. Uh, you're an animator, and being an animator, it was like, oh my god, this is this is me. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I think uh, it looks like it has full motion controls and everything, so yeah. I'm excited to try that out. That Which I'm ex- not sure what you're going to do with, because I don't remember what you can. I think you can pick up stuff. It's yeah. kind of like a riddle. There's puzzles, but okay, um, okay. Yeah, it's like a horror theme, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah, okay. it is. It looks pretty cool. I'm excited to try it. I yeah. love seeing all these new mods. Uh, this is uh, this is our big middle finger to take two. Uh, it has nothing to do with VR, but they once again they're being take two, and they they went after the freaking one of the original creators of the GTA, GTA just because he had some um, I think development stuff on his page yeah. so they they gave him copyright strikes and all that kind of crap and those guys could just blow me i i seriously um do you ever worry about that dr bebop with your with your mods you worry about you know developers coming after you i mean there's there's always a little worry but you know i i try to make sure that the developers are fine with it before actually committing to the mod that's a smart so, move yeah, yeah. That, that would reduce a lot of other other risks but yeah when i see that yeah. happen uh, it, it always uh, it hurts my my heart like yeah so, there it, it's it's a bit um less intense than take two but also you know vr chat added their anti-cheat system which killed yes. a lot of mods killed a lot of mods yeah yeah 
that that was they 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 took a big hit on that too man you take a look at their their like steam account and their ratings and or their reviews is like overwhelmingly negative and i don't know mm-hmm. if that's leveled out at all or not or not now but yeah they get they t- and i know a lot of people were going over to try neos out which person i yeah i need to sit down and just bite the bullet and try neos out i tried it once um i went in i, I remember downloading it when it very very first came out years ago and it was just i jumped as like, i have no freaking clue what to do in here so i never touched it again and then it started getting big or people started talking about it more here just recently yeah. and i jumped in and i mean it's it just confused me so much i was like i don't know what to do i don't know what this user interface i don't understand how to do this or this and um you know and everybody's like well you've got to get you've got to get somebody in there that knows what to do to show you the ropes and all that i was like that's cool and all but that's also a massive barrier to a huge population of people you to have to set up a time with somebody to sit down just to show them how to use an app there's got to be a way to make that user interface easier to understand and work. You know, I I would think, I don't know, but I mean, it looks like there's, there's just so much you can do with that. So I'd like to try it out. Have have you worked with it a lot? No, I, Oh, I haven't, but, uh, doctor, which doctor is going to answer? Yeah. Which doctor is going to answer? (laughs) That's right. So all these doctors, (laughs) where'd you get your degree? Um, I made it, Mom. I'm, I'm in a company with doctors. <laughs> Why aren't you one? Because I'm not a doctor. I'm an animate. That's all right. You probably do better than this doctor anyway. So, <laughs> so have you worked with Neosada, Dr. Bebop, or, or not? Uh, I haven't, but it looks very interesting. Because there's so much to do, it's basically like a built-in engine that you, you can interact with. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It looks to me like it looks pretty incredible. The stuff you can do in that yeah. thing, um, and that's kind of why I want to learn it because there's some stuff yeah. that I'd like to do. And you know, Rand and I had once talked about, uh, you know, a, a VR game or something. It looks like something where we could put stuff together in there, and you know, work with it, and at least have something there. But um, yeah, I mean, it just looks really, really cool. So I'd like to try it out. Just had to get over to my old man. I don't understand how this thing works. Kids in their new VR helmets. And <laughs> you need to fix your glasses when you do that. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. What no is kidding. this button over here? <laughs> yeah, like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Um, there is. This is a. There's a new mod that replaces the 2D sprites in Doom three with uh, 3D voxels. Mm-hmm. Uh, characters so that's really cool because i imagine i've never tried doom the 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 first couple dooms or whatever in vr but i would imagine that would be kind of lame having the 2d sprites as characters in vr you know i don't know i mean i guess it would work if it was it is old school so it's retro so i guess if you think about it that way i can't remember uh what was that game compound um, does that one have 3D sprites or characters in it, or is it 2D sprites? You've played Compound, haven't you? You haven't played Compound. You mm. haven't played Compound. Nobody's played Compound. All right, um, it's a it's a retro corridor shooter, just like Doom uh, and VR. A, a and boomer it, shooter. Yeah, it, it it's fantastic game. Um, 
but yeah it's it's basically doom really but but anyway i can't remember it doesn't matter we don't even worry about that 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 mod comes from i think it's chillo is what the mod modder's name is i'm not sure uh and last thing in the news uh beardo benjo has released a video rating all the mods uh i just watched through it earlier today and it's it's really good i like the way he did it he instead of trying to give them um like numbers he split them into categories like this is a pretty cool mod uh but it needs some work and might be better flat screen uh and these are really good mods um and then there's like the god tier mods so you know there's like three three yeah. levels and i believe uh if i remember correctly risk of rain 2 was the number one or what not the number <laughs> one mod but the first mod mentioned in the god tier mod so congratulations dr bebop <laughs> yeah <mod it. laughs> yeah and hopefully yeah. hopefully raft can reach that tier two someday yeah 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 raft was in the middle i think wasn't it i think it was in the middle yeah. at this point yeah, i th think because there are still some issues with it but uh, I'll work. I'll work it out. Uh, I'll, I'll make it better, hopefully before release. Okay. All right. Sweet. Yes. Yeah. Um, I played Risk of Rain two a couple nights ago. It was the first time I played that game, and I would have thought it was a made for VR game. It, it's it's a fantastic mod. It works so well. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that too here. Um, yeah. But anyway, that's that's it for the news. It wasn't a massive news section but that's okay uh, now we're gonna go ahead and get to the interview um so dr bebop uh tell us a little bit about yourself like you know what's your real job and uh where, where are you at in the world and all that kind of thing just a little bio all right um hello i i am i am a modder i i do vr mods well you already know that but right now in my life i i am a student i i'm in universities studying computer science Okay. I got my college degree, and now I'm I'm started university recently, so that's what I'm working on mm -hmm. right now. Okay, that's awesome. It's awesome. Where where yes. are you? So you're you're in. You said you were in Quebec. Yeah, living okay. living in Quebec my whole life. Okay, so that's that's French Canadian, correct? Yeah. Okay, we had a lot of French Canadians where I went to chiropractic school. Um, at Palmer College of Chiropractic in Davenport, Iowa, and. Uh, Everybody always wanted to party with uh, with the French Canadians. <laughs> yeah, we love to party. Yes, yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, okay, so how long have you been modding? Um, uh, modding, I'd say it's been about three years or so. About uh, when I really started modding for real was um, when the Overwatch workshop came out. I've played a lot of Overwatch. Mm -hmm. And when they released a workshop, it's it's basically like the, the Forge and maybe Halo or or you know Warcraft. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I it's like some sort of visual coding system. So just trying that out while while I was in, in college I, I was studying it so with with the with the experience I had I, I started working with the workshop, started making new game modes that were very fun to play. And so that's when my, my journey started and eventually I, I moved on to you know actual code and modding with engines with risk of rain 2 okay all right so uh so that, that that was your first mod then that you were doing with uh this workshop thing okay yeah, so that was, was, was that in vr or was that just uh was that 2d 2d 
I know that, that was too easy. You, you couldn't do uh, that much with the workshop, to be honest. You, oh. you only had the the tools that the developer let you use. You know. Okay. Okay. Mm, okay. I think it's kind of the same way with the modding and cyberpunk right now. It's not like a full on open modding thing. It's like there's just certain things that you can do, and, yeah. and I think a lot of modders are really waiting for him to like just release it. it. Yeah, open it up so they can go to town because i mean that's one of those games i know i talk about it all the time but you know when you get the modders in there that start at uh, that's when you're going to really start seeing that thing explode because uh, it's already yeah. freaking amazing but you know i don't care what anybody says i love cyberpunk <laughs> in vr it's yeah. just it's yeah. so good um so yeah that's pretty sweet um so risk of rain then that was your first mod mm -hmm. okay that's cool i i just I, i'm looking at my questions here i was like you're already answering a couple of them um i did talk yeah. about it uh was it was it hard to get that mod to feel so native for for risk of rain too i assume yeah um, yeah well there's it, it's always you know multiple multiple parts of the mod that need to to be worked on to become native, you know. Uh, activating VR is the, is the easy part, you know. You just you go into the Unity files, enable VR, and voila, you got stereo, 3D, all that stuff. But now, uh, after that, it's really all the, you know, motion controls implementation, fixing everything that broke with enabling VR. Mm -hmm. like all, all the shaders, the decals, all of this. That's one of the biggest problems I had in the beginning. But once you got that figured out, then you can work on what what makes VR games good, you know, the the immersion, the the controls, all of this. So, it 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 is hard. It takes time, but yeah, well, when when you you know get it working, that that's the big satisfaction. Oh, I satisfaction bet. Yeah, that'd be so yeah. awesome. So, was it like, really? Oh, go go ahead. Ryan. Risk of rain. Risk of rain too. The, the first time when I got the game, I first play it flat screen because I want to see the difference. And there's a huge difference because it's a third it's a third um, person game when you yep, play first. it. Oh, I didn't even um, realize that. I've only played it in VR. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you don't know when you play it in VR. It's like, oh, that was how the game was supposed to be. It's a third person game. It's nice because the character, you see the animation, you see, you know, everything. But then the mod is like a completely different game. It, it's it's like you said native vr game which mm -hmm. is really really amazing and the scale i mean come on when you see the robots and scale like is great so big yeah i mean you can't really compare it to playing it flat screen as much as you see your character running around you see the robots coming at you it's pretty spectacular so uh, i don't know if you want to ask something else about the game but go how ahead. the hell you go around and having hands in both games in both freaking games when the game is not allowing you to do that because it's a third person um and I, I understand that you can go to third person even in the vr mod i haven't tried that you can yeah you can but yeah motion controls you know unity has some built-in functions to you know track hands so after that, it's just putting models, and then you know you need to uh, change everything that you know 
for example, when you point at an enemy, you know, it just takes um, where the camera is pointing. So now you just have to change that and make it so that's when it's, your hand is pointing. So oh, all, all of this, all of this, you need to change. Sometimes it can be in multiple parts. Sometimes it can be easier. Maybe it's just somewhere isolated that keeps getting referenced. So once you got that figure out, you know, it, it, it adds a lot of immersion. You know, a, a lot yeah. of games work with, work with, you know, camera gaze. So, you know, just, just changing that with replacing code or replacing some references. That, that, that's how it works, basically. But, you know, and adding motion control, just having models tracked, that, that's that's pretty easy, I'd say. Okay, that's something to to test and to try. Yeah, no kidding. Um, <laughs> now, the character, do you... Is the character still there? Is the camera ahead of the character, above it? Like, where is the character? Oh, okay. So, yeah, in Risk of Rain 2, you know, I just, I just you know, parent the the camera to... Camera. The, the, the character, yeah. So, you just move along with the character, and the character model is just completely hidden. So, you only it's see, hidden. you know, okay. your hands. Nice. But, you know... There's a limitation with that, you know, you cannot like move into your play space and, you know, the, the character will move towards you too. So, uh, it, it may depend on the game, but, you know, with Whisker Rain 2 and Raph, yeah. that's uh, the kind of limitation I cannot really uh, get around. But it, yeah. it's it's not really that much of a big problem, to be honest. It, it still works. But, uh, yeah. yeah, after that, you know, the, the effect that spawned on the character just spawned it on the hands instead. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of how it works, yeah. Okay. It's nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that game it's got it. It's there's so much mayhem. I mean, it's yeah. like, when I when I my first time playing it, you know, I I dropped down in that pod. Um and I didn't know what I was supposed to do. And I hear all this stuff going on outside the pod and I'm like, I don't I'm not sure what I'm supposed and then I oh oh this this button and I look at my hands like this this breaks that and I walk out there and there's like a bajillion monsters out there already I'm like <laughs> you need to really constantly good. move you can't stand you can't stand game. still no you cannot no. yeah and you I noticed, noticed there were like different enemies there was different types of movement you wanted to do while you were fighting them you know yeah. um I couldn't I couldn't get past the big jellyfish things they they yeah. but it, it changes every time like if you it does, die yeah. and you come back yeah because yeah, it's, it's a it's a roguelite right Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I played as Hunter. Did you play as the Hunter as well? With the, I just oh, had a couple. Yeah. I just had a couple guns. I don't know what I did. So it's this. It's the second one. The one is crouch when you select them. Mm -hmm. the red. The commando. No, the commando is the the one on the left. The one I chose because it's the first time I played this. Usually, I wouldn't buy those games, but when there's a VR mod. Pure mods, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Really, and you can see the difference. Right now, I'm doing a video about Fallout 4 VR mod, uh, VR, and Fallout 4 flat screen, just to see the differences. Um, and of course, there's a mod for it's called Frick F R I K. When you have hands, because when Bethesda released it, it was just rifles or guns floating in the air. Mm -hmm. um, so with that, you have hands. And sometimes the the frick mod you can hide the head because sometimes you look up and you can see part of the character's head. Like you explained that you hid character. They you can't be the frick. You can look and you can see the head, so you hide the head, so you're free to go. Um so yeah, it's the second character 
Um, I think it's Hunter. I think it's the Hunter it's called. Okay. Yeah. yeah speaking yeah, of, yeah, speaking yeah. of URIK, that, that's actually what I'm using on, on Raft. I would love to use it on, on you know, Risk of Rain mm. 2 also. But, you know, with Risk of Rain 2, all the characters have wildly different proportions and some aren't even humanoid. Yeah. So it's not really something I can do. But with Raft, it's really doable because they they all have the same proportions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Raft is, they're more cartoony and they have different proportions, the character, the characters. But all the characters um, are the same. They're, same, they're same character, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would well, definitely I think make for things easier. It's called F R I K for um, um, Skyrim. It's called V R I K. It's Vrick oh. and Frick. Vrick and Frick. Two yeah, Vrick and Frick. Two <laughs> Pretty sure I have that. Show. I know I have Vrick on uh, uh, Skyrim. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. That that's so, that's such an awesome bunch of modding on that game. It's incredible. Uh, it's sad that you know you got a game like from a triple a studio and to really make it they release their vr part yeah. but to really make it good you've got to mod the f out of it <laughs> yes and yeah. modders are doing a uh -huh. great job with uh -huh. skyrim and fallout 4 and yeah i've got to do fallout 4 again i, I want to play it some more because i didn't play it very long i felt I felt so depressed because everything was all dead. You know, I just walk around. I was like, everything yeah. is dead in this game. <laughs> yeah, and there's a mod to create forests and and foliage, mm -hmm. and the true fans of the game they don't like that. They don't like it. No, they don't like no. that. No, they don't like it. But yeah, I, but it's, I, a, it's a holo it's a nuclear holocaust. So nothing will grow. Everything is dead. Well, and if it does grow, it's Hold weird. Up. Uh oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I was like, I just <laughs> I thought you were sad because everything is everything is dead. Yeah, I I remember when that game first launched. I was so excited to try it out, and I jumped in and I put it on, and it was like somebody took Vaseline and smeared it over my eyeballs. It was so blurry, and you'd go to the Steam review page, and people were just just hammering this game. Yeah. Uh, and it took them like uh, just like maybe a couple days or a day even to patch it so that it wasn't blurry. <laughs> but like, how did they not know? How do, how does somebody like Bethesda yeah. not? Do they have QA? I mean, <laughs> I mean, big studios like Bethesda, they have experience making games, but maybe not making VR games. Yeah, so studios yeah. that are especially made for VR games, they 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 know how to make you know good VR games, how to make good how to make good VR features. But with Bethesda, I mean, their their team they they're used to making PC games, and maybe they've never even played VR before, so that yeah. that's why something like this can happen pretty often with, you know, new VR games with studios that are not very experienced with it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we still have we're gonna have a lot of that coming up yet, probably with you know with like the PSVR two coming out. You know, we're gonna have all these companies that apparently are gonna be making VR games that have never made them before. And that's where you start seeing issues. <laughs> uh, Hitman 3 comes to mind. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, you just, yeah, I, I, I hope that these studios are learning that if they're going to make VR games, bring on some VR de developers to help them at least make the game correctly. Because yeah. nothing sucks more to 
to have a game and people get really hyped about it. Like, you know, people were so hyped to have Hitman 3 in VR and then it came out and everybody just trashed on it big time. Now, yeah. it still looks to me, I, I need to try it on PC. I just never did because it's so expensive. But um, it looks to me like it's still a good a, a good time. Yeah. You know, just a good janky yeah. fun time. Uh, you know, you watch Beardo Banjo play. Ever watch that crusty guy? his his hitman videos have you ever watched those no no i, I might have um they're hilarious that guy funny, is a riot. funny guy yeah yeah he is a right he does some really good skyrim vr mods or get videos too yes yes that i know i know who it is then yeah just a riot i think he pretty much dedicates his whole channel to skyrim fallout 4 and hitman <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's move on to let's move on to raft um tell us a bit about this newest mod uh raft uh what made you decide to mod this game um it was when uh risk of rain 2 was about to release their new dlc so i i knew about it and i knew that they were about to upgrade the engine and change a lot of code so i knew that this was coming so i was just gonna um pause and not touch it and wait for the DLC release. So while waiting for this, I think it was one month away, I was just thinking, what else could I maybe start modding? So I just scrolled to my uh, Steam library, looking through what would be good to mod, and I found Raft. And I, I last played this like in 2018. That was a long time ago. So I just I just saw Raft. I saw all the updates that that there uh, and. I just thought, wait, that would be amazing in VR. And I just look online, I'm like, wait, there are no VR mods at all. And some were interested to work on it, but but you know, there, there was just nothing done at all. So I was just, perfect, I'm gonna start working on that while I'm waiting for the DLC. So I, I, I worked a little bit, did, you know, enabling, enabling VR, enabling motion controls. They did some very experimental stuff. And then the DLC came out of Risk of Rain 2, and I worked on that. But after that, I just continued working on it, and that, and now we're here today. Okay. And you can get that nice. mod on your Patreon right now in early access. So we'll put a link yep. to that in the description so yeah, everybody can, can grab it if they want to right now. I've played it. Uh, it my, my experience with Raft, the game, the mod works beautifully. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, I, I've never played the game. I knew nothing about it. I think I would recommend to anybody that wants to play that game to maybe if it, maybe watch a video of somebody playing it so you know what to do. Because, yeah. yeah, they give you absolutely no clues. You're just on this, like, four-panel raft in the middle of the ocean with a hook. <laughs> and it's, there you go. <laughs> yeah, the, the beginning is very rough. It, but yeah. you know, may, maybe I could add some sort of, you know, tutorials or just something that that makes it more intuitive of what you need to do. Because, you know, in flat screen, yeah, it doesn't tell you any, anything, but with how the, the game is set up in flat screen, it's a bit easier to, you know, figure out what to do. Because you know you you have you have the hook and you just hold hold down the click and it throws itself, but you know yeah. you have to figure out the throw in VR, which is a bit harder. 
but it, it, is. it is but it is fun I, and immersive yeah it is and i figured it out after yeah. i started figuring out how to do it and how to grab things better you know and and uh that was really cool but you know here i was i was pulling in all of this stuff to my raft there's this damn shark swimming around me and i'm like oh i don't like this already because i'm terrified of sharks and and uh so somehow and I don't I like I don't know why I'm grabbing all this stuff, but I, I think I'm supposed to. And then somehow or another, I lost my hook. I don't know where it went. I, I must have unequipped it somehow. And I struggled forever trying to figure out how to to, to re-equip it. I bring up the menu and it'd be there and I'd click on it. And I was like, okay. And then it would just drop it in a box on my boat. Like, okay. And then I pick it up. And then I still couldn't equip it. And then I ended up tossing it off of my raft after the shark I jumped up and bit. like, blah, the shark bites my, you know, bites a panel off. And so then I'm struggling. And I'm like, oh, well, here, I can craft a new one with the stuff I picked up. So I craft, but I still couldn't figure out how to equip it. <laughs> By the time I finally figured out to equip I had two panels left in my raft. <laughs> I'm dying of thirst, apparently, because my, my uh, yeah. you know, character is, I could hear that he's thirsty. And I don't know what I'm supposed to do there. I mean, they're... I wasn't pulling in any water on the stuff that I was grabbing, just plastic and wood and leaves. So, um, yeah, it was, it, and then I ended up of course dying. <laughs> it's like, well, this was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. This might be yes. something you need to work on because you know, if that's you, you have your, your hot bar on the bottom, you can see the list of items on your inventory. You can just crawl to it. Uh huh. But for immersion, I, I hide it and only show it when you scroll to the items. So maybe that's something I can try to to uh, fix. Maybe like the first time you play, it, it, it it'll keep keep showing up always, and maybe a few minutes in, it will start disappearing itself. Maybe it, it, well, it just I, I need to figure something out. Maybe well, just to well, well yeah. If you want to put something like that in, you know, there are going to be people who be upset about it. So maybe have like a an option that you can click. I, I want the the helper, yeah. the helping hand mode. <laughs> yeah. I want hints. Yeah. It's always a solution. A noob, kind of if you're a noob, yeah. press here. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. That that shark, Jesus, gave me a heart attack. Is he just all of a sudden jump? And I was like hitting it with my hook. Go away, shoot. Go away. <laughs> And you figure out that that's not how it works. But no, no, it didn't work. Um, okay, we already talked about the motion controls thing. That was going to be my question. Uh, was it really hard to implement it in this game, in Raft? Well, it, it kind of was, yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, there, there was the the VRIK part. But once I was, that's figured out, you know, the, the way the items are... Are held, you know, they're, they're, the way it's flat it's just animations that are queued up. But now there are no animations. You, mm -hmm. you you have to animate your hands yourself. So you know all the actions, you know, using your shovel, throwing your hook, you know, using the bow and arrow, which is uh, pretty simple right now. But I I want to make you know actual pulling the rope and all of this. Oh. Yeah. So making those actions using motion. Yeah, that, that's a that's a big challenge to add. But you know, ha having you know, pick your hook. You have to place your hook inside the mineral. You have to place your axe inside the tree. So th those actions, yeah, they are they are pretty hard to do, because before they were just animations, point and click. Yeah, the trees. But, so are you supposed to be able to go to some of those little islands you pass by? Is that yeah. is that is that game procedural? 
Um, well, yeah, kind of. There, there, there are there are preset islands that spawn in in front of you sometimes that you can go to, place an anchor, to you know stop your raft, and you can go explore your island. And oh, there is this that's probably where you find water, then, huh? <laughs> uh, that... Oh, not really, actually. You you, 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 you do have to craft something. Fight. Yeah. yeah, you have to have a purifier, you know, boil the water, and then you can oh, drink it. Oh, okay. See, I didn't see any of that. I was, like, so lost. I'm just such a noob at that kind of game. Noob. <laughs> yeah. Noob. <laughs> you and Daisnatic? Yes. Even though he's... Pro gamers. Pro gamers. Yeah, pro gamers. <laughs> it basically comes down to exploring the crafting menu, all you can do. So, yeah, just, just explore the crafting menu, see what you can craft, and then with that you can figure out what to do. Okay, all right. Well, that would that that'd be help. It's always helpful to know what you're doing in a game like that. Yeah. <laughs> see, like we talked about the menus. That was that was one of my questions. Like reestablishing all that, the menus, and how to decide how to bind each button to do what from all the game. Like, do you have a list of? This is what the game needs. That what it requires. That's how it's bound to a gamepad. So now, how do I do it on two hands? We have similar buttons, but then I need to see the menus, and then you need that pointer. So how do you even go ahead and and where does it come from? Do you just okay, X to X, Y to Y, and like how the the thought process behind all this? Um, yeah, uh, the, the, thought, the thought process usually is uh, the, you know, of course, you know, moving with the left joystick, turning with the right joystick, that's always the same. Yeah, there's no change in that. But, you mm -hmm. know, actions that um, usually you need to point with it, uh, I usually just uh, use the right head buttons. So, you know, interact, I would put it on the right hand, of course. Grip oh, is usually interacting in other games. And, you know, menus, because the menus appear on your left hand, then I would put the menu buttons on the left hand too. On the left. So it's just depending on which hand you do makes with sense. the actions. That but makes with sense, raft, yeah. it was an especially big yeah. challenge. Because the raft doesn't even have gamepad support, it's only keyboard and mouse. Oh, That's yeah. Yeah. Only keyboard and mouse, and so the developers, because they have the keyboard, you know, they don't really care if they have, you know, 20 or 30 buttons to, <laughs> to do stuff. So it was a challenge, you know, putting that to the the limits of what you have on the controllers, especially with Vive controllers. They, they have oh, God, yeah. Yeah, Vive that. ones. <laughs> They're a pain. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, had, I had to do some, some stuff with, you know, if you press a button quickly and it does something when you hold it it does something else because okay, there's yeah. just so much stuff to bind okay that's nuts that's that's awesome that's exactly How, what was I it was it tough case. to get to the like the throw throwing the hook with throw the hook uh, i i think i, I just bored I, I borrowed the the same kind of system as whisker into with the melee so what mm. i would do is you know if I can get a bit technical about this, but you know, okay. I would check you know the the two previous frames and see like the distance that you that you did with your hand, and when you reach a certain distance, it, it would like trigger the melee. But this time, I just check the distance, and that would choose the direction and the force of the throw. So now you just have to replace uh, the force code and the direction code for throwing the hook, and you apply it with what I just pulled with 
the controller, and that's how Turing mm. works basically. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I might that's have a way of thinking that I will never. I, I will never think that. Way. I would have never thought of that. Just that you know. Well, you know, if you if you. I mean, it makes perfect sense that if you. Uh, you know, just look back in time a bit at a couple frames to see how fast your arm's moving forward, then yeah. you can use that math-wise. Yeah, well, that's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, do you yeah, work... That's... Do you, that's, <laughs> do, do you yeah, work that's with... A, a, when you say math, that's uh, it. I, all I hear now is like black line, <laughs> black screen. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is hard. Yeah. So, so do you work yeah, well, at, at all with a team, or do you do this? Or are you just all alone? And... I'm all by myself. All by yourself? Yeah, but I, I do ask for some help. That, you know, they they have a, a raft modding Discord, so sometimes people that have experience with raft mods, I, I ask for help over there. Nice. And without them, I probably wouldn't get really far. That's cool. So, uh, That's nice. have you been asked to be on any teams or anything like that, or? Uh, so far, no. So far. Man, your mods are great, man. I'd, I'd love to see yeah. like some with everybody in the community. People start pulling their resources together more, and you know, really. Oh, geez, this is the possibilities make my hair stand up on the back of my neck. There's so yeah. much that can be done. Yeah, I'm glad you like it. Yeah, yeah, man. Van, go for Amazing. it. Um, well, there's a couple of questions. Uh, one of them is, I think it's you kind of touched about it. Um, when you decide on a game, then what? Because Rai told us that the first thing that he does is checks to see if there's a free cam that he can tweak, and then the, it's the stuff will start building from there. Is it the same with you? Like, is it? Because let's say Greg and I, we love, we would love to create a mod or to try and do it. All we know how to do, I can build up the Vortex menus, um, <laughs> profiles. I can tweak around with Depth 3D. And go in. I can tweak any files to add FOV to tweak some things in game with uh, text file. I know that uh, uh, Verified Games is doing a lot of stuff with Dolphin VR, and um, we're playing with it, but we're not. Yeah, we're playing just playing. Yeah, <laughs> really, if that makes sense. So, what would be a good place for us to start? Because if we see games and you're like, oh, that would be, I want to see it in VR. I want even just to be, don't worry about touch controls because that, like what you just explained, that's a train smashing in my head. Um, but just even just to play with a with gamepad, but just to be in the world, not with a screen uh, like Vortex or Depth 3D, just to be in the engine. How do you do it? Like, I know that you work with Unity. Um, mm -hmm. That is a, a good rule of thumb, you know. J just look at 3D games you like, see if it uses Unity, because that's when I know what to use. Yeah. And what what do they use to compile the code? So either Mono or IL2CPP. So Mono is the easy part. That's very easy to manage. That's what I do. If if mm -hmm. it's maybe Unreal Engine, then I will probably not touch really that, because that's not what I know how to use. And I think it's harder to mod to Unreal games. I think Luke Ross had one time I had asked him about that and he had said that he was like he was like start with Unreal games. He's like just do just do it. <laughs> well, it's like but, people that use Mac or people that use PC. It's like well, don't worry about PC, just use know, Mac. And Unity, PC, like yeah, 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 yeah. Unity when it I remember what you know 
I don't know if it's still that way, but when, when that engine, at least when I first heard about it, that's back in 2015 or whatever it was when I first got my headset, you know, they were always like, you know, if you, if you make a game, a VR game with unity, then they didn't even have any royalties or anything like that. They just wanted people to use it. And I think VR was a huge part of unity and it didn't come later. I believe if I remember correctly, Unreal 4 didn't really have much for VR for quite a while. I think Unity was the one that started it, wasn't it? Or do you I'm know this history? Sure. Okay. Uh, I'm not really sure, but I know that Unity had it for a very long time. Yeah, I think Unity started it. I don't quote me on this, but I just seem to remember in the back of my head that mm-hmm. that was one of the problems with some of the games that they were building, with the, some of the first games they were building with uh, Unreal for VR. One that comes to mind um do you remember siren did you ever play that one fran yeah did you play siren at all have you played it okay it's kind of a uh alien isolation type clone um only you're under you're in an undersea lab and you've got these freaky mermaids chasing you or whatever and uh when it first came out it was a blurry mess once again it was just vaseline on the eyes yeah. and all of that it looked so good in the trailers i was so excited that i put it on i was like this yeah. sucks <laughs> and, and then they kind of fixed it but it just doesn't even come close to I, some of these games that try to clone resident evil or not resident evil but alien isolation man that's such a tough tough game to follow you know because alien isolation is unity isn't it no Mm-mm, I don't think what, so. What engine? I don't remember what engine it is. But, Sometimes uh, you can see and identify the quality of render, and then you know this is Unity, this is Unreal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but it's getting a lot better, though. Uh, Unity has gotten so much better uh, from yeah, back in the days. Yeah. Yeah, I... I uh, I haven't I've worked a little bit with Unity just like building set pieces and stuff like that and you know but yeah it's it's a really cool engine um multiplayer co-op there you go yeah ask that question both games you can play them co-op so you can play I haven't tried any of them with co-op or multiplayer but you can play in the VR mod but you can play with a friend that is flat screener right Mm-hmm. And there's no problem or being banned or anything um, like that. No, no, I don't. I don't think so. Uh, well, both games, you know, just so happen to not have any anti-cheat or anything because they anti-cheat. are co-op games. They're they're not they're not competitive. Yeah. Or anything. So nice. I, there, there's just no need for it, you know. But nice. nice. Yeah, because there's no anti-cheat, and because I try to only uh, dabble with features that are that are client side. Because there are some features that are exclusively, you know, server side that the the client has no control over, and that yeah. and that I do not have any control over. I I mean I would need to make an online mod for it, but yeah, Raft for example, I, I'd say 99% of the features are all client side, and they're just sending the values that that were calculated by you know your own PC. Okay. So that's easy to work with, and that's why that's why you oh. can play with Latin players after that. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. That's like yeah. I was one uh, one of the very the very first uh, developer interview I ever did was with uh, Daniel Armist, uh from the Nordic Trolls, 
and uh, we were talking about because you know Carnage Chronicles is still my all-time favorite like hack and slash VR game. It's so much fun, and the multi the multiplayer is key for that game. I, have you played that one at yeah. all, Doctor Bebop? No. Oh, I'd highly recommend it. It's really really good. Beautiful game. The multiplayer is a blast. Uh, it, it's brutal, but it, it's so much fun. But I mean, he was talking about him in multiplayer how difficult difficult it is to code just to get two players to be able to do this you know just you know that it's really really tough to and you could see that a little bit i've noticed with carnage uh when you're playing like if i'm playing and uh i'm the i'm the server uh, the the host of the the thing everything feels perfect as far as hits and everything when i'm hitting enemies and stuff like that but if i'm playing on somebody else they're the, the host it feels like there's a delay or I'm not actually making contact sometimes. I know that's got to be that kind of an issue. Uh, so you don't have to deal with any of that kind of thing then because this is just based on the game's code that's already there? Yeah, that's not really something I can control. Okay, all right. Well, that's nice. It's nice that you're actually able to play it and there's no anti-cheat too yeah. because that's, that's kind of a bummer when you can't do multiplayer games in VR. Yeah. And in games like uh, Risk of Rain too, playing alone you can do it, but it's a different, different experience when you play it with people. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, we we should thing. jump into that one multiplayer and try it yeah. out. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, what about FSR? Can FSR yeah, be yeah, yeah. played and used in I mean, both games? I think it works on on Risk of Rain 2. I haven't tested on on Raft, but it probably works. You know, it's it's just works. Re just replacing a a, a DLL, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just because uh, Greg said that uh, the cooling system on his computer was just screaming when he played Raft. With Raft, I was actually surprised, but I I took my headset off and all my liquid cooling stuff was just going crazy. Yeah. I was like, wow, I didn't. Think this game was that heavy? <laughs> no. uh, I was surprised. Too, kind of. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I did bump up the resolution to uh, was it 1080 by 1920 by 1080. I don't know if that had anything to do mm -hmm. with it. Because when, when I sent you that picture last night, when I was trying to get it to work how it, it just gave me a thin strip down the middle of my screen. I couldn't see it in the menu, so I had oh. to change the resolution. Yeah. Um, well, that, that's why I don't ask the question, but I will ask it because. Both of the games, I guess they really require a lot of resources from your computer or GPU. I thought that they were kind of like more um, simpler visually. So I was like, can they be ported to uh, a quest standalone? Like um, Castle Wolfenstein or Half-Life 1. But they were too simple. But I wonder if it's those two games could be ported. I mean, don't think. the those games specifically. If you are a mother, you probably won't be able to at all because you know it's no. it's a it's a Unity build, and you can't really port yeah, a Unity build that was made for PC into Quest. But if you had, you know, if the developers wanted to, if they had the original project, they they can have you know a more optimized way of rendering of rendering VR. That's one of the main problems with with mods, you know. I don't know if you know the concept between you know multi pass and single pass, for example. Go for it, Tom. You know multi pass from uh, from the Fifth Element. Yeah, multi pass. Corbin Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing I know about multi pass. So. Uh, 
Well, it's it's just um, a way of record of uh, rendering the the game. You know, you know, mm -hmm. rendering one image for the for the one eye and one image for the other. That's multipath. You know, it it, okay. it is more resource intensive, but you know that that's that's what uh, the engines come come with uh, by default, and yeah. you can't really change it into single pass, which is you know rendering everything at the same time for both eyes. And that mm -hmm. that is a lot easier for for the PC, but it, it needs like big changes on how how you know your your materials, your textures work. So that's that's a big challenge with VR mods. That's why most of them have a bit harder time with running. Yeah. So it, am I correct in thinking that things kind of have to be in Android as well to work on the Quest too? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They they have they have to uh, use it like I think APK file for mm -hmm. for it to work. So yeah, with Unity you can build the game into Quest, but you, you need to, the original project for that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, I noticed with both of your mods um, that you needed to use because I like to kind of sometimes kind of rate mods as ease of installation. You know, you've got mods like Luke Ross's where you just put put it in the thing and you're done. You know, uh, and then mm -hmm. but with yours we have to go through a few steps with uh, mod managers. Uh, did, did you? Are these somebody else's mod managers? Did you make these mod managers, or the the mod managers are made by someone else? Okay. Whenever you know, with Risk Event Two and Raft, when when I start making the mods, I always check if they already have a modding community and a mod manager, and I I try uh, for the most part to you know use what already exists so they can. They can install the VR mod like they install any other mod for that game, okay. and you know make the installation process uh, just as simple as other mods. Okay, yeah, I mean it took a little bit of reading for me, but once I figured it out, it, they're super simple to to install. But yeah, yeah you definitely have to read some instructions to do it, which yeah. nobody likes to read. <laughs> yeah, no. The thing is, if you mod uh, stuff like Skyrim or Fallout Four. If you use Vortex or if you use Mod Manager or Mod Organizer, it's kind of like the same idea. Mm -hmm. um, if I remember correctly, even uh, Rise uh, game required a, a kind of some sort of a Mod Manager. Oh yeah, uh, um, which one was it? Galactic. No, that's Deep Rock Galactic yeah. did, but that's not right. Right, yeah. part is Mod. No, um, no. So Firewatch, so, Firewatch, so, and uh, Stanley yes, Parable. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, it, uh, yeah, Biowatch was no, not Biowatch. Biowatch. What's that? that what the hell is Biowatch? <laughs> it's like Bioshock and Firewatch. <laughs> Which one did I play? Uh, Outer Wilds. That's the name. Outer Wilds. That's Outer the Wilds. that's that's his other big Thank one. You. Yeah, yeah. Outer Wilds. It had a, a mod a manager kind of style mm -hmm. type of thing that you load the mod and you activate it. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I that... think Auto Wilds probably the mod. The mod I would Auto play. Auto Wilds. Yeah. It's probably the the mod I would play if if uh, if I could forget a game. That would probably be the one. Really. Like yeah. yeah. It's also interesting to hear people the you know, different games that people like and and where they play them. Um. I'm always more of like the big AAA games and stuff like that. But you know, a lot of these indie yeah. games are pretty freaking amazing. But to be fair, uh, I had an incident in um, um, Risk of Rain 2 
that <clears throat> in the VR there was a robot coming from the left, so I used both hands and I shot him, and then something came from the right, and I just moved my one hand, and I could shoot in both areas. Like I can shoot at the robot mm -hmm. and I can shoot at this guy. You can't do it with the pancake with the flat screen. You no. Can't. No. So that was like, holy crap, that's like the badass feeling that you get mm -hmm. from games like this. Yeah, I was um, doing a lot of that when that, I was playing Risk of Rain 2. It's like, yeah, this is great with yeah, two hands. Just, like, <laughs> yeah. just add the slow-mo to it. Two. <laughs> that's the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, so you, do you have any other any other games that you're looking at modding? And if, Would you be willing to share any info on that if you are? Uh, right now, not really. My, right now, my focus is really on, on Raft and making it as polished as possible. Okay. And after that, maybe I can look around. But, you know, I, I have university right now that I need to focus on. So yeah, it's probably, it's cool. <laughs> probably, probably going to slow down my work a little bit. But uh, who knows what the future holds, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So if you had any advice that was like a, the biggest advice to give to somebody that was looking to start modding what would it be i'd say just start with mono unity games that, that's the that's the easiest place to start with because you know unity has so much documentation and you know c sharp is one of the easier language languages to learn and also a lot of documentation mm -hmm. and there are, there are a lot of um, of experts in our discord that can help you with modding VR into Unity games too. That, that's, I'd say the the engine we have the most experience with. So j just mm. start just start with that kind of engine. That that would be that would be perfect. Okay. Nice. Sweet. Do you have any more questions, Ryan? I think uh, Doctor Bebop answered pretty much everything. And during the conversation, he was saying stuff that was oh. Don't need to ask that. Don't need to ask that. That's, yeah, that's good. I know how that always happens. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, I have everything. Yeah, I, my list is is checked off too. So there we go. I think we I think we got it. Um, dude, we want to thank you so much for being on the show See, with us. We you said oh we know it doesn't have to be two hour or usually we record about an hour and a half and it's been an hour and a half. Yeah, almost. yeah. So yeah, there we go. There we go. Um. It is such an honor for VRAN yeah. and I to be able to have modders come on the show and sit and talk with us and, you know, just talk about other stuff like the news and stuff like that. Um, Cause we get so much perspective as to what it is and what's going on. And I know from the uh, feedback that we get from the community as well, they really, really appreciate it. Uh, it's really great to, you know, to, to be able to, to, to let people understand that this isn't just a, you know, simple little thing that happens. Um, you know, just, yeah. just to see the work that goes into it and to hear about the yeah. history of the mods and all that. It's just, it's awesome. Uh, I'm really yeah, glad to be is. here. It was a lot of fun talking to you guys. Sweet. Oh, sweet. Merci. All right. Merci. <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt it. <laughs> I think I sound stupid. I, I, every now and again, I I took Spanish in college, and uh, about all I could do is ask where the bathroom is. 
<laughs> yeah, I just like I'm not even trying how, to speak it. Yeah. Do you remember how to say it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Donde Estebano. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. But no, and I learned a little bit of things that I could say to patients that came in that didn't speak English. Yeah. Uh, you know, like ask them where their pain is and stuff like that. But yeah, it's just something I was never good at. I don't, I don't, I don't have a brain that works learning a second language. So, you know, anybody that speaks more than one language, I, my hat's off to you guys. Cause I don't know how you do it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, your, your English is really, really good. Yeah, my English is amazing. No, all right well that's it for episode six of modcast vr guys thank you so much for joining us uh hey if you if you don't if you can't watch us uh you can listen to us on we're on spotify we are on uh, uh apple podcast now um so we're, we're pretty much hitting all the bases i think uh if you want to get some merch we've got a merch shop so you can get fancy things like this amazing mug that I'm just drinking water out of, and uh, <laughs> uh, dot com one, and there's a dot co dot uk yeah, one. Yeah, uk one. There's both of them. So depending on what side of the world you're on, uh, yeah. you can order from either one of those. Um, and yeah, uh, that's that's going to be it. Do you have anything else you want to add, Brian? No, I think that's maybe if you guys in the comments below just ask what you want us to ask modders, what you want to know. That's a good one. Because we come up with what we. I I'm I find that what Doctor Bebop just answered like it blew my it blows my mind all the time that mm -hmm. the way you guys think and the way you approach it and how much effing work is in going into those mods because those games they feel like this is how they were meant to be yeah and yeah. it's it, it so, so much better so much better it's really really especially when I played the the pancake first and then I go to the VR and I'm like wait a minute this is completely new game that's right completely that's right so if you have anything that you want to know write in the in the comments so that we'll know what you and maybe suggest what games that have mods that you want us to talk about with the modders and we'll approach them and yeah. see if they're willing to that's right that's right so awesome. that's all I have to say but Dude, thank you so much for for being here. Yes, absolutely. Um, yes. Hey, make sure you mash the like and subscribe button, uh, and make sure you check out uh, uh, Doctor Bebot's Patreon if you want to uh, get early access to Raft. It's it's a great mod. I, it already feels super polished to me, so I can't wait to see what more you does, do with it. it. Does. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be released on the 17th of September. There we are. Gonna be free. Oh, yeah. After flat, uh, after, yeah, uh, you got Half Life 2. Yeah, right got, after. There you are. That's awesome. All right. So, hey, thanks for watching, guys. Uh, check in and we'll be, uh, stay tuned. We'll be having more episodes in a, in a month or so. So, hey, yep. thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye bye.